we've met Bobby Flay before and he does not like that my dog's name or he expressed that he was not interested in the fact that my dog is named really? after him. It would be hilarious if your dog like seriously blew up on Instagram <laughs> and like he would have to refer to himself as Bobby Flay the human. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Dr. Lisa Littman. I'm Richie Redding. And our guest today, if you didn't know, yeah. is a comedian, actor, writer, producer, host, word queen on HQ, and wants to go back to camp. <laughs> Miss Anna Roisman. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that was straight from my website. <laughs> straight off the top also. That's how lazy I was. They're not even supposed to be read out loud. That was a joke. Yeah, well, I wait, copied and pasted it. Want to go? Wait, what camp did you go to? We already tribe I already tribe checked you prior to this. Uh, we're part of the same tribe, but what camp did you go to? Camp Vega in Maine. Okay, I don't I'm not familiar. It's an all girls uniform camp. It's Wow. The greatest place on earth yeah it's it's uh wow. i went for uniform camp yeah all yeah uniform Tight. <laughs> wow interesting it can't and that was like a summer like a sleepaway for like yeah. how many like four or eight weeks eight weeks every year wow wow was, but uh <laughs> did you go to you obviously went to camp too yeah i, I went to a camp called timberlake in the catskills and oh, i know timberlake because i'm from philly and like a lot of philly people went to timberlake sure yeah yeah, yeah. i call it camp fancy jew yeah. Uh, yeah they didn't have air conditioning in the bunks when i went to be fair you poor thing <laughs> we have heaters yeah, in our lake just- which is pretty obnoxious. Heaters in the lake? Wow. Yeah, like Wait, in a section crazy. of the lake. Because we didn't have pools. So they like had heating in the lake or something. Yeah, I yeah. went to the uh, YMCA camp that was like across the lake from your guys' camps. And we would go on like night raids and like steal bras. That was... <laughs> <laughs> we were the plucky Christian yeah. camp across the way. <laughs> but... Uh, I got to say, between a podcast called Unemployed and a web series called There's No Place Like Home, Anna, Mm -hmm. you are nailing 2020. I really am. You know, it's weird. (laughs) In this whole quarantine, my dad called me last week and he's like, how are you doing? And I was like, honestly, my life doesn't feel that different. It's like a slow month (laughs) right now. (laughs) Like I always write from (laughs) home and I work from home and I was working at night. So it was just kind of like, I don't know. I thrive at home. (laughs) I'm okay. I don't know. Yeah. For comics, the day isn't that different, but night Mm -hmm. is depressing. Yeah. I don't know. I see. I don't allow myself. I don't watch any TV during the day. I do my work and stuff. So like the nights I'm like, oh, what should I watch tonight? And I've been cooking a lot. Like, I mean, I make soups. I started a soup series during this quarantine, but I cook nonstop. So I'm like, Oh, I'm busy tonight. I'm cooking. Yeah, I've been uh, cooking my ass off too, but Lisa's eating more Xanax than food right now. Yeah, Xanax <laughs> and, and anti-nauseas. So yeah, we. I don't know what will change when this next episode comes out, but yeah, just given my current traumatic living situations, yeah, uh, which we talked about on the podcast before this, uh, that is, it's hard to eat. Yeah. 
Yeah. Aww. And I think people definitely understand and uh, we thank everybody for their support. Which yeah. It's been awesome. But uh, let's get on track with this podcast, which is about comedians' dogs. Uh, there's, a, there's a fella in your life by I the name of, uh, of Bobby Flay. Correct. Bobby Flay the dog. He is a red toy poodle. Yeah, but I would love to hear also about how you grew up with dogs or did you grow up with dogs and where you're from? Where are you from originally? Yeah, so I grew up in the suburbs outside of Philly. Um, I, it's like a Jewy town, you know, it's called the main line. I don't know if yes. you've ever heard of the main line, but that's like the long We both went to Penn. So oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so sorry. My mom too. Um, that's why she stayed there. She's from Long so, Island and she was like, oh, I'll never raise my family in Long Island. So she chose the main line, which we were like, mom, that's funny. not that different. Yeah. So it's the Long move. Island of Philadelphia. Of yeah. Pi- yeah. Of and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and my parents both had dogs growing up, but as a, as a younger kid, I didn't have a dog until I was 12. And that's when we got our first dog, George. Uh, <laughs> George was a miniature apricot. I like an old man poodle. name. Yeah, I named him. Yeah. Although my Good parents job. think that they did and they take credit and they're like, like, you know, when people name a dog and then they're like, oh, it's named after this. But they don't say that until like six months after when they like discovered it. My mom used to be like, he's named after Seinfeld. And we're like, no, he's not. He never was <laughs> like. But it made her happy. So we got George when I was 12, and I'm the oldest Uh, of three kids. Okay. And then a couple years later, I guess it was like three or four years later, more than a couple, uh, we got Frank and Frank. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are all drunks on barstool names. I I named Frank after, so Old School was like our favorite movie. Frank the Tank? Yeah, so we named him Frank the Tank. He was a black toy poodle though. So he was smaller and he was cuter and we were like, oh, Frank the Tank. So it was Frank and George and they loved each other. They were so cute. George was obviously bigger because he was a miniature. He was like 20, 25 pounds and Frank was like 10 or 12 pounds. He was like... Uh fat for a toy poodle. Yeah. And those were my dogs growing up and they had like a yard and they had like an electric fence. So they were like free to run around and it was so nice and everything. And then those poor dogs, my parents like moved out of our house, like, and then moved into the city of Philadelphia and like got an apartment and they like had never been on a leash before. So like, that was like, (laughs) like training dogs that were already like seven and 12. They were like, Oh, yeah, they're going to go on a leash now. We have to take them to the park. And like, it was it was a little hard for them. I felt bad for them. You know, they ha- didn't have yeah. a yard anymore. Yeah, like the only training they had was to be terrified if they get near a certain area, they're going to get zapped by their, their yeah. own collar. I think there even <laughs> came a point where they don't even need to wear the collar. They're so afraid they're going to get electrocuted that they just, they're fine going out, you know, without it. But yeah, there uh, are dogs that I that I have as my patients that move to the city that like don't know how to pee on concrete or like mm-hmm. stop eating or things like that. And I do have to put them on Prozac just to help the adjustment. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard. It can be a hard one. Yeah, we're we're out in the burbs for our quarantine. And uh, I'm looking out the window right now that there's this there's an orange cat that's like one of the neighbors here. You can tell because it has a, a collar on mm-hmm. that for at least two hours a day is just fucking with Chloe. Oh my <laughs> like, like like Chloe's up on the deck and she's, you know, she's like kind of yeah. pinned in by the deck and this cat's just like chilling like a hundred <laughs> feet away. Like, what's up? That cat's like, my owners are home too much. I need to get the fuck out for a little while. <laughs> well, speaking yeah. of cats, there was just a report of COVID in a tiger at the Bronx Zoo. I yeah. saw uh, that. Yeah. Which- I mean, Joe Exotic is the obvious 
yeah. culprit here. <laughs> For sure. I mean, that, <laughs> could that have yeah. put this guy any more into the zeitgeist? Yeah. I was, was definitely- reading people said Carol did it to the tiger. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was definitely one of my mother's post first post-extubation questions was, did you see there was COVID in a tiger? <laughs> I was like, yeah, mom, just like you, they got better. So, yeah. How did that happen? Like that a person because, that had it? That's right. A zoo worker tested positive for it. And then the tigers came down with a mild cough. So they tested the tigers wow. and found that the tigers were positive. So like, yeah, they're actually thinking like cats and ferrets can be susceptible to it. However, there has been no reports of that was that was human to animal transmission. There have been no reports of animal to human transition. That's where it would get really scary. And that's where it would also really affect my profession, obviously, if yeah. we had to start because we're already giving up all of our PPE for the human the human veterinary profession. I was going to say the human medical profession. <laughs> for human vets. Uh, yeah, for human vets. So we're already giving up all of our PPE and, you know, using minimal PPE, things like that. Um, but that would really change things. But it's gonna, it's evolving every day. But yeah, cats and and ferrets can potentially, possibly, maybe be susceptible to it. Wow. But would you draw a line right now for our listeners and say that they should not be kissing on their tigers at home right now? <laughs> I would definitely say that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> bold stance. Yes. Oh my God. I rarely do take the bold stance. She's out on a yeah. limb on this one. Yeah. I'll you heard say it that. here, folks. Don't <laughs> make out with your tigers until we're out of quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did in that documentary, though, didn't they? They always were like licking oh, their mouth. Yeah. So I was like, there's a lot of French kissing these animals. It's like oh, really sexual. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's also the baby ones. But yeah. uh, there's a guy that worked. Well, actually, the crusty old dude that was like smoking the whole time that looked like Tom Waits, that his yeah. whole documentary went, literally went up in flames. He says that Joe is actually terrified of the tigers. And the only ones that he's in the cage with are either sedated or actually blind. What? And that, yeah. And like when they took that picture, the real tiger train, like the picture with him in the uh, in the throne, the real trainer, the person that's like some actual kind of expert, was behind the chair with like a trank gun ready to go. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, where'd you hear that again? Oh, I mean, I've been clicking all over that there. <laughs> so interweb, reputable sources. Okay. Looking up your boy. Good, good, good. And there's also another. Do- uh, there's a yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another documentary that was made by a British company a couple of years ago. And that's that's on deck. Yeah. Yeah. We've, wow. we've got some watching. Okay, we got good. more watching to do. Good. <laughs> but okay. So when did you get pets on your own? Uh, so I got Bobby Flay, the dog. Um, he is 10. So I got him 10 uh, years ago. Uh, so you crazy. were 17. Yeah. I don't say my age, but yes, I got him 10 years ago. I was too young though to, I was very young. I was bartending. I was staying up till 4 a.m. And I was like, I I didn't even plan it. I got him on a whim. I moved to LA and I like came to New York for a weekend for my ex-boyfriend's like birthday. And Uh, uh, because we we were still together and we were like, we had my apartment in New York and I moved to LA and he was going to come out in a couple months. Anyway, so I come to New York and I was meeting a friend for lunch in Hell's Kitchen. 
Uh, this is where you guys are going to shame me. Everyone who listens to this is going to shame me. And I went to go meet my friend. <laughs> I told you I was young for lunch in Hell's Kitchen. And I, I passed by this dog store and I loved the puppy stores. I would always go in with my best friend on Sundays. We'd go in to dog stores, like to pet stores. And we'd like sit in a crate with like, we'd be like, yeah, we're going to get a dog. And like, we'd just play with the dogs and not buy them. And then 2010 so that- was a different time. <laughs> yeah. So then we like <laughs> went to this. So I was meeting my friend for lunch and I walked by the store and I saw all these cute puppies in the window and it wasn't a nice store at all. They were like in, I don't know, it was just like newspaper. And I see this dog and I like was obsessed with it. It was a tiny, tiny little red poodle. And he was not playing with any of the other dogs in the window, which were all Yorkies. And he just sat there and I was like, it I literally was like, fell in love. I was like, how much is this dog in the window? Like that happened to to me. (laughs) So um, I didn't go in right then. I went to lunch first and I told my friend, I talked about it with my friend and she was like, don't get a dog. Like you just moved to LA. Like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I think I need it. Like I'm lonely. LA is so lonely. I should get a dog. Like I grew up with dogs. I'm like, I'll be fine. Even though like I didn't take care of our dogs growing up. And (laughs) uh, I remember, so I went home. And that night I told my boyfriend then, I was like, I think I want to get this dog. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I felt I found this dog in a window <laughs> and I need it. I don't even know how much it costs or anything. And <laughs> I was, my parents were like, you're going to kill an animal. This is a terrible decision. Like you don't even know how to like, you know, take care of yourself. And like, I, you know, I just, I don't know. I had just made this big decision and gone to LA. So I call my me mom, my grandma because I knew if I cried to her, she would help me out. And I was just <laughs> like, I think I need this dog. Like, And I negotiated with them. <laughs> so I went back the next morning. We played with him for like 45 minutes in a in like a little, you know, enclosed area. My boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend and I, and I was like, he's the perfect dog. I think I, I think I really need him. And I didn't have all that money. He was expensive. Dogs are way more now, but he was expensive for then. And he was from a breeder in Missouri and his sister was there. And I was like, you know, I knew it wasn't great. None of our dogs are from pet stores or anything. I know that's like a big no-no, but I don't know. He was eight weeks old and he was gorgeous. And I was like, I think I need it. (laughs) And my grandma was like, all right, I'll split him with you. And so she gave me money and I bought a dog. This was on a Saturday afternoon and I was flying back to LA Sunday morning. Yeah. On a visit to New York, you bought a dog. Yes. That's really crazy. And so I get this dog and I got like the carrier, you know, like the travel carrier. And I was like, I live near a Petco in West Hollywood. I'll just like get a crate when I get home and I'll put him in the crate and he'll be, you know, get the stuff I need. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. So I flew with him back to LA. I paid for him for the flight. He was like one and a half pounds, two pounds. I don't know. He was Mm -hmm. tiny. And I put him in my scarf and he just sat, he just slept in my lap for the whole flight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I like brought him back. He was okay. Uh, And then I brought him back and I just like, I don't know. I was, I, he was on my schedule. I crate trained him. (laughs) That's wild. I mean, Bobby Flay the dog has no idea how lucky he is that 10 years later, he's still in the same home of somebody that bought him on a whim. (laughs) I know. You don't hear too many whim success stories in the dog parenting world. And also, how did he get his name? Well, I was obsessed with Food Network and I worked for chefs in in fine dining and I was like, I want to name him after an Iron Chef. And he was a redhead, so it was really (laughs) only two between Bobby Flay and Mario Batali. And uh, I went with Bobby (laughs) Flay because it was shorter. Thank God, too, you know, after all the shit that's gone down. But 
Yeah. And well, I always call him Bobby Flay. Yeah, thank God he, you didn't me. get him like two years ago and his name would be Salt Bay. <laughs> uh, also, he was a man ahead of his time that uh, he was already practicing social distancing when you saw him first. Yeah, he really was. <laughs> and he hasn't changed. And everybody who I've spoken to is like, you didn't socialize him properly. And I'm like, I didn't want to socialize. So like, he doesn't like other dogs. <laughs> he is not very nice to other dogs. He likes other poodles. Oh, really? He's like a breedist, I guess you call it. Like, right? He's like racist against other <laughs> breeds, but he's okay with poodles. Uh, he hates a dog park. We'd, we'd never go to a dog park. He waits by the door if I bring him. It's good to know what he likes and what he doesn't like. So that, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there are, that's, you know, they're just like us. So I know. I, at, I, the, at this point, you're really, just embracing that. Yeah. I mean, on the street, though, I mean, you can easily see it. Like a dog will come up and sniff him and he'll run around it and just go to the owner and like try and get them to give him attention. Like he likes people. He just doesn't like. Oh. <laughs> And has he been healthy his whole 10 years? Pretty much. I mean, you know, his stomach got bad, I guess, like four or five years ago. So now he's on like, you know, a probiotic every day and he takes he's uh, he's got prescription food. So he's like Chrissy. But like I have a probiotic every day and I have stomach problems. So it's like, you know. <laughs> Par for the course. I guess. <laughs> I'm on prescription food as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> And his is under control. There you go. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, y'all know it's time for personality tests. And we're back. Anna, we have uh, prepared for you as a way to better get to know Bobby Flay the dog. We have a mm. Cosmo-style personality test that uh, we would like your opinions on the following questions about your dog. You can rank him from 1 to 10 on all Ooh. of these, okay? Okay. See, this is why I wish we were zooming because then you could see him. He's, he's so cute. <laughs> Oh, he is so cute. Well, I've seen, seen him. I saw him on your Instagram. He's so cute. And I had a pood- I'm such a poodle fan. I mean, I think that they're oh, there's nothing softer than a poodle. They're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> they're lovers. I don't know what people yeah, I mean, okay, I was gonna He's say not something unpopular. Like a but, poodle. People yeah, don't like- no, it's if you got like a puppy cut, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. I think poodles are great. Well, poodles are definitely the sluttiest dog, right? That's what wow. they say. They'll really? do it with anything. Anything I mean, will make a doodle, you know? Yeah. Wow. With poodles, with poodles and golden retrievers, poodles and labs, Newfoundlands, Iguanas. Richie, I think when we met you, I, my parents had gotten their Labradoodle puppy, and I think that was the other dog yeah, that you probably funny. thought I had. But Joey's at yeah, home. Yeah. I think he's, so. He's the new dog. But okay, <laughs> personality test time. Let's get down to brass tacks here, lady. On the Kinsey scale, one being the gayest, 10 being the straightest. Where does Bobby Flay the dog rank? Uh, one was the gayest. Yes. Uh, he's a two. A two. Yeah, he loves men. Okay. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about does. it. No, I mean, it's no competition in a room with me and my boyfriend. Like, he he loves men. He, he loved my ex-boyfriend. He always likes when guys hold him. He doesn't like when girls hold him. He's much com- more comfortable, I think, in the arms of a man or in the presence of a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I uh, said he was gay, and I'm like, yeah, it's, hey, we accept, we accept his gayness, you know, as a poodle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he look, loves when clothing. You, okay. Like, oh, he's a bit of a fashionista? Oh, cute. Yes, he's a huge fashionista. People are always like, "Hey, why would you dress up your dog? I'm like, you don't understand. He will sit there and wait for you to put a sweater on him. And he, <laughs> and he likes it. And then when you take it off, he doesn't, he wants to keep it near him. And he likes to like hold it and like 
He's very weird about it. He has a whole wardrobe. So super gay. Gram ability. How is Bobby Flay the dog doing on the gram? Is there a noticeable difference? Bobby Flay is amazing on Instagram. That's half the reason I got him. He <laughs> has his own account. Uh, he shows up right after Bobby Flay the human. Uh, I don't know. I think he has like 2,000 followers. He had more that I bought like 10 years, eight years ago, but they dwindled over time. You bought, <laughs> you bought. That was the most was honesty just, I think yeah. we've ever had on this show. Oh my God, of course, <laughs> because I had an, I emailed with an agency. He's done a couple of like on camera things because of my world. And so people were like, hey, can your dog be in this like video or this commercial for Ann Taylor Loft and shit? And so he's done a couple things. And my mom was like, maybe make him a real and uh, and so I emailed. Make him a real. Oh yeah, she was like, one of you needs to fucking make it. So I like put uh, an email together, and I was like, all right, I'll put his clips in an email, and I'll send some photos to this dog agency. And they were like, while we love his look, unfortunately, we're not taking new clients with less than forty thousand Instagram followers. And I was like, what the fuck? So I got drunk and I bought them. That was probably my agency, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what was it? Yeah. Was it? That's, no, that's Lisa's, completely my agency. Lisa's legit yeah. friends with that person that was like, no, I'm, sorry, I'm actually represented by them. The 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 dog uh, age. So I'm represented by the dog agency, and they won't take anybody now less than fifty thousand followers. Oh, I believe yeah. it. So my question, of course, is <laughs> how drunk and ago. how much did it cost you for how many followers? Forty dollars. Let's talk turkey. Forty dollars. Forty dollars for what? For how many? For for 40,000 Instagram followers. What? It was awesome. Wow. I know. And then they, you know, the thing is, is they get you because then your likes don't match the numbers. And I was like, ah, fuck, I can't keep wasting my money. Like, so I didn't buy any more. And he did a couple more things. And then I just didn't feel like being his stage mom anymore. You know? But now <laughs> it looks like, so did you just let those followers go away? Cause yeah. Now he just has real followers. Yeah. There okay. was a guy on the day, they called it the great purge. What the day that, uh, it was in like 2015, I think, when when Instagram like flushed all of the uh, all the fake yeah. accounts. <laughs> and there was one guy that he was the single biggest loser. He was some weird German guy that he had only posted two pictures of watches. And when he got flushed, he lost like 8.7 million followers. Wow! And he was left with two. <laughs> wow. Suck for him. <laughs> oh my god! It's yeah, crazy. and I mean, if you if you think about the you know if it's at the rate that you paid, yeah, that like that dude spent a shitload of money. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> he spent like eighty grand. That's so crazy. I know. I wish I could get that forty dollars back. What a waste of my time, huh? And money. <laughs> <laughs> what about his savagery? His savagery in what way? Um, <laughs> does he does he go monster on things? Does he have a tendency to kill his toys? Does he mm. uh, does he show ferocity? Yeah, hardcore when he plays. He's he, I guess when he plays, he becomes a like ferocious beast. Um, and also, <laughs> if a dog goes near his bag, he might bite their face off. Like. He loves his bag that I've carried him in for many, many years. Uh, his carrier? Yeah, because he used to come <laughs> He used to come to work when I had a day job. And he came to HQ a lot. And so I, I take him on the subway in his bag. Like, I can't say the word bag without... His bag has to stay far away. But I say, Bobby, you want to get in your bag? He will get in it. And if a <laughs> dog goes near his bag, that's when he turns into, like, a full-on savage monster. Like, he's... <laughs> 
Even if a dog just sniffs his bag and, and he, he sees it from across the room, he will lose his shit. It doesn't matter the size of the dog yeah. either. They could be huge. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So actually, let's interrupt this personality test for a second to tell us the uh, – there was a dog culture at HQ that was really cool. There was, right? yeah. Well, we had a dog there. Oh, this is sad now. We had a dog, oh. Alfredo. <laughs> Alfredo was like the HQ nice dog. He was like my boss's dog, so he was always there. And then there were a couple other dogs that people brought every so often. Uh, and then Matt Richards, obviously, his dogs would come sometimes, but they got banned from the office because they would shit right. and pee everywhere. <laughs> uh, my dog was perfect. He would even sit in the studio when I was shooting and like, he would just be a perfect angel. He likes laying under things, so he'd like lay underneath the desk and like watch me perform. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's hilarious that Matt's dogs, Matt was actually the first guest on this podcast, so our <laughs> listeners know him, and uh, that his dogs got banned for pissing and shitting everywhere. Everywhere. In a very long history of having friends with dogs come over, his are the only ones that both peed and pooped in our apartment in a single <laughs> visit. I really believe it. Really cool, Matt. Really cool, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk Bobby Flay the dog's stamina. His stamina. I don't One know. To ten me. One to ten. Did we get a number on his savagery, by the way? No, but I'll give it uh, like a seven. A seven. That seems pretty high. Yeah. He can be... <laughs> Vicious. <laughs> yeah, he sounded savage to me. I would agree. I thought it would be higher. <gasps> um, okay. His stamina, I would say like a four. <laughs> he's very, okay. he's, he, as he's gotten older, he is very anxious. He takes annex too sometimes. So, <laughs> so he's sometimes. not really, he doesn't really have it together anymore. Um, okay. Like he used to, unfortunately. Gotcha. So he can spaz out, but he can't keep it going for a very long time. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, like he, he like. It's a trade off. <laughs> He'll spaz out for a second, but like, yeah, he just, I don't know. He can't, like, he gets very anxious all the time. Even if he's having a good time, like, he'll stop and he'll, he won't stop licking. And that's like a thing that my old, my dog George used to do. And it was like a nervous tick and habit. And it's like, he can't, I don't know. Uh, really? Is that something that like ramps up in, in dogs as they age? Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely can, just like with humans, you know, if you don't get it under control or if there's a particular trigger or something else like that, probably. Um, it can, but, you know, he's so little, probably managing it is not that hard, so. I don't like to drug him much, only when we travel, really. But he's really good yeah. in his bag, so it depends. Yeah, I mean, if that's, I mean, so you know when he needs it. Like I said, it sounds like it's very manageable for you. So there are lots of, like, natural things, too, you can try or add in, you know, like the... There's um, composure treats, which are like L-theanine and melatonin, which are like very situational. Or there's more of like an herbal Xanax called Soliquin or the mm. dog appeasing pheromone, which is like a pheromone that their moms give off when they're young and um, is like clinically proven to, to calm them. I may try that first. That's actually in collar form too, depending on like where his anxiety kind of manifests. Um, Interesting. But uh but yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of drugs. I mean, if they work, they work. But uh, yeah. you know, better living through chemistry. As evinced by the last two weeks of your own existence. I mean, my pharmacology skills, my prescription writing power. Shit's his own uh, point. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just think so many people are afraid of them, but they really, it, it really is quality of life. And I use, I do use them a lot, like on house calls of animals are afraid. You know, I say like, you know, I really try to be practice fear-free practice principles. And yeah. Um, a lot of that is actually using drugs and making mm -hmm. them more comfortable and less anxious and everybody around them less anxious. So, yeah. yeah. 
Going to the vet, that's the worst one. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes but I don't like drugs to drink are, before but, then. <laughs> well then it sounds like you need you need me for a house call at yeah. some point when I'm back in New York City yeah. ever. Yeah, once we're allowed <laughs> to go back in each other's houses. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> uh, how about the boys problem solving skills? Um problem solving. Like ten being the he's good at the it. The highest, yes. Uh <laughs> I would say like six or seven. <laughs> okay. You know, he's, he's still dumb. Like when I like throw, <laughs> if I like hide a, you know, uh, if I like I'm playing fetch with him, he loves to play fetch and I like throw it the wrong way. Like it takes him too long, I think, to figure that out. <laughs> like it's behind me. Like it's, it's a, a solid nothing. couple minutes later. <laughs> yeah, we live in an apartment. This place isn't big. Like, come on, you can figure this out. He's very smart, though. Like he knows how to speak English. You know what I mean? Like he like... <laughs> That sounded insane. He can a little bit. He can say certain things like, uh, like he says yes every morning when I say like, "Do you want to eat?" We wait for the yes. He'll say <laughs> he'll like shake his head and go yes. like it's really strange. <laughs> You're gonna have to get that on video. That's yeah, cute. I can get that on video. And he's he's he knows when I spell like he knows words you know spelled out like there are certain words I just can't. Oh yeah. That that kind of folds into the question of special skills. Does he have uh, any other high tech skills such as saying yes? He can speak. Yeah, he can say yes. Um, he actually likes wearing glasses. Uh, I'd say that's Ooh. a special skill for a dog. Yeah, a I lot mean, of his especially Instagram, if he's on the gram. Yeah, yeah, a lot of his Instagram. He's wearing a lot of glasses. Uh, I almost got him a job modeling glasses for the store in Midtown, but they changed ownership. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But he could be the face of Warby Parker, you know, if they ever reach out. Um, Warby Barker. Yes, Warby they have, Barker. They, ha- they have, well, I didn't make that up. That's <laughs> their Instagram. Their uh, dog Instagram. It. Me and Anna both <laughs> thought you were a genius for a no, second. No, <laughs> I'm not a genius. Can't take Other that. Other than that, I'd say a special skill is that he will, no matter what, he is always on my time, my clock. So, uh, like, if I'm sleeping in on the weekend and it's 1030 in the morning, like, he will sleep in and he won't. That's you great. know wake me up for yeah. breakfast early or anything. So like he's always been good like that. It's pretty clutch. Yeah. Yeah. And then street smarts. <laughs> um, How would he fare on the mean streets? <laughs> you laugh at this one before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laugh because I'm like I walk him half a block. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't get that much street. He'd rather be in his bag. Um, street smarts, I'd say, yeah, on the lower end. You know, like a four. Or five. I don't think he really cares. Also, having grown up in LA for a year, you know, we had to teach him how to be on the streets, like you were saying earlier, Lisa, with like his, you know, he had to do the, he had to learn how to go to the bathroom on, you know, concrete. He doesn't like, he likes the curb. He doesn't like a lot of places. He's very picky about the streets. So I don't know. Well, at least he curbs himself. That's very nice of him. He does. Yeah. He loves the curb, (laughs) but he also likes grass. So yeah. There's grass nearby. That's gotcha. Uh, how bougie would you rank him as? Oh, a ten for sure. Yeah, I mean the the uh, the outfits, the bag, it all sounds <laughs> pretty bougie. <laughs> like if I put, I don't even know if he'd like another bag. Do you know what I mean? Or if like he won't play with a toy if another dog touches his toy until I wash <laughs> it. Like he's very. <laughs> 
particular. Look, I mean, he's practicing social distancing. He, he doesn't want to be around other dogs. He's flattening the curve. Yeah. You know, he wants everything he's very smart. I mean, he's a poodle. He's very smart. So you got to exercise that. He's a germaphobe of our <laughs> times. Yeah. I think. He <laughs> is. He is. I don't even bring a toy with when we go to my parents because Joey, the puppy, will like take them and like tear them apart and Bobby will lose his, he loses his mind. He can't handle it. So. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Uh, final question for his profile. Uh, how's his cock blocking skills? Where do you rank him? Mm. Uh, I'd say a good eight. <laughs> Strong. <laughs> you know, that dog cannot go to sleep unless he is fully between my boyfriend and me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is his place. And on the couch, if we're eating dinner or something, he needs to sit on someone's lap. He He's really, uh... the thing is, is he can't jump on the bed. Or off the bed. So I have control over it. But you just pick him up and put him down anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he still really has control over you. Yeah, he's got mind control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, and that completes our personality test. When we come back, we're going to have a, a little read from our girl, Shandy. Okay. There's a character on the show. She is the worst influencer in the world. So I would like for you to really channel her. Uh, so yeah, let it rip. Okay, cool. Hey guys, it's me, Shandy. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions about why my new dog's tongue is always hanging out of its mouth. Uh, because it is... No, I know who that dog is. The answer is an amazing new product called Steerook. And I'm obsessed, okay? Steerook. Everybody knows that dogs have their tongue hanging out uh, get more likes and comments on the ground. But trust me when I tell you, it is impossible to get a veterinarian to take out half of your dog's little twofers. And believe me, and believe, and you believe me when I tell you that knocking them out yourself can seriously go wrong. Okay, this is my seventh dog. You'll wind up going to the vet. Ugh, and it co- and the cost is so not worth the likes. But with Steeroke, your dog can keep all of its teeth and you still get your likes. The secret is in electricity and lots of it. You can zap your dog's face with 50,000 volts and get that adorable tongue out that we're all dying for. And it lasts a full 24 hours. It's a stroke of a genius. <laughs> My favorite part of Steerope is that I get to decide what side of his face his tongue gets to dangle on. Sometimes you want left. Sometimes you want right. It all depends on what you're wearing. <laughs> but ladies, make sure you're not touching him when you use Steerope or at least wear rubber-soled shoes. No need to both look disabled. Oh, LOL. So go to Steerope.com and enter the Shandy 20 for your first order, and I'll see you on Tongue Out Tuesday. Yes. Such a sport. Such oh my a God. sport, Anna. Oh, you crushed that, Anna. Crushed it. Thank you. Yeah, these are good audition skills that we're, uh, yes. that we're working on here. Please submit that for your next month. Monologue. <laughs> Wait, there was something I forgot to tell you on the podcast that I really that before oh, that I really wanted yeah, to ahead. tell you. We go Please. to the same vet as Human Bobby Flay for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Do you and, really? Yeah, and it's always been a very funny thing because whenever I call to make an appointment or anything, they think I'm Bobby Flay's assistant for his cat Nacho. <laughs> 
And I, then I have to explain and they're like, oh, the dog, he was just here. And like, we've met Bobby Flay before and he does not like that my dog's name or he expressed that he was not interested in the fact that my dog is named really? after him. Really? Yeah. Why? I know. So and we funny. go to the same and we've had the same vet forever. So what? But why is he not interested that his name is? I mean, that's like, what an honor. I know. I mean, he really crazy. just, you know, the first time I saw him, he was like, I don't get it. And I was like, well, there's not much to get. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Be hilarious if your dog like seriously blew up on Instagram and like he would have to refer to himself as Bobby Flay the human. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Hi, it's Bobby Flay the human. Oh my god! <laughs> just grumpy as shit every time he has to do it. Yeah, <laughs> just dominate the dude out of his own name. That'd be amazing. I think he'll still beat my dog on Instagram though. <laughs> he's too yeah, famous. He's, he's probably doing pretty good. <laughs> I thought yeah. you guys would like that. I was excited to tell you. That. Oh, that's great. So funny. Uh, actually, do you have any questions for Lisa? Oh my God. So many. Oh, um, let's do it. You want to know something I'm worried about in quarantine? He's had an issue lately because he, his groomers, they do a nice haircut, but I don't think they properly groom him all over the place. Like he looks <laughs> pretty, but like, you know, he had an ear infection because they didn't do his ears. And then he had like, his nails were too long and they- Wait, is this really about your dog or are you asking for personal grooming no! questions right now? Okay. <laughs> so my dog, right? <laughs> you guys are, no. And and so he had problems with his dick. No joke. Because the hair- they <laughs> Definitely not about you. Okay. They, didn't shave, <laughs> they didn't shave down there properly. And then the hair gets caught. And then he has a boner for like- hours, days, years, it feels like forever and he won't stop licking. We've had this issue oh, no. twice. Oh, no. I know where I had to go to the vet and they had to like literally like jack it back in with lube. Mm-hmm. Wait, and what? I had to do it too. My boyfriend and I had to, you know, jerk it a little to get it back in. I don't know. It was really, it was a fir- my first threesome, but it was like, <laughs> it was, so now the hair's growing longer and I'm like, I can't shave my dog. I'm going to have to bring him to the vet to get them to shave him probably because it's coming out a little bit more because the hair gets stuck after he goes out. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh, so what? So, I mean, you can shave if you have. So I probably would recommend like clippers, not a shaver, like don't get anything with like a blade, but like clippers and you can shave around there. So that is a a problem that definitely happens, can cause like the- Is there a like, name for this? Uh, it's not really priapism, but it's a prolapsed, I mean, like a uh, penis. I mean, it's basically out of its sheath. It's yeah. out of with a prey puce that protects it. And if it, it it's out for too long, it can really dry up and cause an issue. And it starts to get really swollen. So usually at home, like you can, if the hair gets stuck around it, like you just have to find that hair, undo it put some lube on it and like bring his prepuce back over his penis. If it gets like really swollen, actually you can use sugar at home. I mean, I, in the clinic, I just use like actually plain sugar or dextrose and set it on there for a little while with like some water. And it actually really significantly brings down the swelling so that you can get the prepuce back in. You just have to sugar dick Bobby Flay? Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) you can do that. But what I would recommend even stronger is during this quarantine period, I do have a friend actually who's doing, and, and I I think a couple other groomers are doing this, but I have a good, I would recommend obviously my friend 
Annie Corliss, the luxury groomer who is doing like, um, like basically like tele grooming where she wow. will tell you like exactly like what tools to get and how to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just, I would look her up. Annie Corliss, luxury groomer. Wow. Um, and okay. she'll tell you like through a little video chat consult exactly what you need and how to do it like safely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out because I would not. Annie. That's a very vascular area. You don't want to, you know, go clipping. No, so, one. Yeah. Just, yeah. just walk me through the process, though. <laughs> uh, I don't think we should glance over this. This is very much my wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's is is there's hairs. Is it like an ingrown hair on his bird? No, it just gets. No, it's stu- just I too mean, much. It's just a little like curly cue hair that just wraps around his prepuce, and then like it gets swollen, and then it like causes it. Like the prep used to get like. I want to hear Anna explain it. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is I had to call. I was like, he looked uncomfortable. He was licking nonstop. I literally pick up the phone and I call the vet and I was like, hey, uh, Bobby Flay has a boner that hasn't gone away. And they're they're like. The dog. (laughs) Yeah. But then they're, you know, if it's someone new on the phone, they're like, oh, God. Like she's trying to like me too, Bobby Flay. And I'm like, I'm staring at it. hilarious. Yeah, no, it's really. And I always am like. And then we had, so we brought him in. And so it just, I don't know. It just seems like it's out and you can't get it back in and he won't stop licking. And we put a cone on him for a couple of days and like. But the coat, you got to fix the underlying problem though. So you got to fix the, you got to find that hair and you got to unwrap it. And then you have to, um, so, so, yeah. So, I mean, so if that happens, you don't want us to let it go a few days because then it could dry out and like get, you know, it could be bad. So yeah, I yeah. think we, this, this also achieves maximum cock block. Definitely. There's no way you guys are having sexy time the same <laughs> evening that you both had to jerk off your dog. There no. is no way that turns romantic. But I have been talking about it on stage a lot when I was on stage, you know, about oh, how it stage. was a, a threesome, you know, it really was. <laughs> oh, how I missed stage. Yeah. Uh, any other questions for the doctor? Um, I don't know. Come here. Oh, he's angry because my boyfriend went to go Zoom with his family and he closed the door and Bobby's staring at the door right now. Um, (laughs) Any more questions? Oh, this is so fun. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I'm worried about grooming him because he's a poodle and he's very hard to groom and brush through. But that's something I'm going to have to figure out right now. That's that's what also you can ask Annie, luxury groomer. It's one of those Afro picks. Yeah, <laughs> she does. She also, she just posted a video actually on like how to like actually like safely and correctly brush your dog. So, yeah. because it is it com- kind of complicated for poodles. My dog hates being brushed, think. but he loves yeah. being blow dried. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. <laughs> Maybe she can give you some tips on that though. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. All right. Well, let's sit this thing down. Uh, Anna, you have been an amazing guest. And oh, now thank they're- you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The only thing left to do is to give you a test to determine if you deserve dogs. Wow. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Fun fact, uh, very little of the question, or very few of the questions uh, on this one actually have anything to do with dogs. But We Don't Deserve Dogs listeners are also fans of Joe Exotic, no doubt. Must have noticed that Joe also has a wiener dog. It turns out that dog's name is Abby, and she is besties with an enormous male lion named what? Scar, Skull Crusher, Bone Digger, or Epstein Didn't Kill Himself. (laughs) 
I want to go with Bone Digger. That is correct. Oh, nice. Young nice. lady. I remember nothing from anything I ever watched, so I was very nervous, but I'm really proud of myself right now. So uh, I perked right up when I saw the wiener dog. Uh, but so <laughs> here we go. So Bone Digger is 500 pounds, male lion. <laughs> There's actually four wiener dogs at the GW Zoo because, of course, and Bone Digger tolerates all of them, but he is legit best friends with Abby. And Aww. they lick each other's faces and all kinds <laughs> of shit. Joe, the consummate professional, says it's because they were introduced around six weeks of both of their births. Aww. So, yeah. If you want to see some real crazy shit, Google Joe Exotic Wiener Puppy. And you <laughs> will see that video. It's effing crazy. Uh, keeping it, Joe Exotic, I present you with a rare true or false question. A liger is what happens when a lady lion and a boy tiger really love each other. True or false? False. That is correct. Ooh. Yes. Uh, from, the, from the Big Cat Rescue website, a liger is the result of breeding a male lion to a tigress. Mm. A tigon is the result of breeding a male tiger to a lioness. Since lions and tigers do not exist in the same areas, this is not something that happens in the wild. It is done in captivity by disreputable carnies to produce a freak that ignorant people will pay to see. <laughs> that is directly from <laughs> the Big is, Cat Rescue. Wow, that's in this fine print on the Big Cat Rescue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, when carnies was in there, I was like, well, I'm reading this whole thing. Wow. That's <laughs> so, crazy. Look, you're already playing with house money, okay? You got two out of three. So, cool. uh, yeah, just shoot from the hip on this one, all right? <laughs> Speaking of celebrity assholes with pets that they really shouldn't have, which of the following rappers did not at some point own a tiger? Rick Ross, Tiger, Vanilla Ice. Which did not own a tiger? Correct. Mm. Rick Ross, Tiger, Vanilla Ice. I'm going to go with Tyga. No, Tyga was on brand. Tyga did own a tiger. Oh, shoot. It's right there. I mean, that was low-hanging fruit. But- I know, but I was like, <laughs> it's probably a trick. My brain was like, that's the trick. <laughs> He's out to screw you, bro. <laughs> uh, no, the other two assholes, uh, Rick and Tyga both had baby tigers and wow. caught a ton of shit about it on social media. But Vanilla Ice, to his credit, was way more responsible because he only owned... A kangaroo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I thought you were going to say poodle. <laughs> no, a goddamn kangaroo. Uh, oh, my God. Dr. Lisa, should people own? Uh, no. No, okay. I don't. wouldn't recommend it. All right. You're hardlining them. <laughs> yeah. Two in one episode yeah. here. Uh, but Anna, you were so great. We're so glad we finally made this happen. Thank uh, you so much. You yeah. guys are so great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for letting me just talk you. about my animal, you know. That's, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. My animal's penis, honestly. What a dream. <laughs> Oh, thank God we opened up the floor for questions. I would have had that image in my it's head. It's never not funny, by the way, the word penis. I got asked last last podcast if things like <laughs> penis, vagina, bitches ever gets not funny. It's and, not. Nope, I'm a professional. And you can put me right in the ground if jacking off <laughs> yeah. the dog's dick isn't funny to me. So. <laughs> uh, Anna, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at Anna Roisman on the gram, on Twitter, uh, or listen to my podcast, Unemployed with Anna Roisman. Uh, it's a very timely podcast, unfortunately. The uh, most. <laughs> most of the episodes are recorded in a COVID-free world that are coming out for the next few weeks. But uh, 
you know, we talk about what it's like to be unemployed and how to get through stressful times. Uh, so, yeah. And it's R-O-I-S-M-A-N, right? Yeah, A-N-N-A-R-O-I-S-M-A-N. Okay. Very cool. And you guys know you can find me. Everything is at Richie Redding. And, and I'm at Dr. Lisa Lipman. And keep looking out for that Mask a Hero Fund because I will be putting that up. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lipman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.